welcome to episode 17 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experience to help like-minded, ambitious young women set their mind to it and achieve their goals. For today's episode, I wanted to chat about Are You Okay? It is Are You Okay Day at the time of recording and I've had a lot of conversations today and just lots of time to think about it and reflect upon it and I thought, I want to chat about this on the podcast because normally this is a day where I don't give it too much notice. Like, you know, I remember in high school they'd put up signs on the walls, like massive posters. They were like, are you okay? And you might jokingly be like to your mate, are you okay? And they'd be like, yeah, are you okay? Yeah. And we'd brush it off and other years it just has kind of flown under my radar and I haven't actually taken it seriously and taken the time out to ask are you okay to friends or to strangers or to anyone and I think you know everyone's always sharing it on social media but it's one thing to share an are you okay picture and it's another to act on it so you might see someone share it and then you might act on it you might share it and act on it or you might see it and not act on it you might be one of those people that shares it and doesn't do anything And so I haven't been one to normally share it and I haven't been one to actively seek out conversations about, are you okay? I'd like to think that I'm someone that does it anyway. Like I would hope that I normally do that. But that's why I want to do this episode because I think today I've had some realizations about maybe we assume that everyone is okay when they aren't. And this is why there's an are you okay day. So this is my topic for today is you know, chatting about are you okay and, you know, not being okay and how those conversations might go. Um, Heads up, this isn't a planned episode and I don't have set points, so I'm just going to have a chatty episode and share my thoughts on this one for you guys today. So, um, and this doesn't have to be an episode just for Are You Okay Day, so this episode will come out the day after Are You Okay Day and I want it to be an episode for whenever though. I just want to use this as a prompt for me recording this episode. It kind of gave me some things to think about and a reason to record. But I think this could always be used and should always be used. And I just want to use this as I've reflected at the end of today. And I want to share that with you so that you can use it every day. So basically I went about my day pretty much as normal a few conversations like are you okay yes are you okay yes and didn't think too much of it and I'm on placement at the moment and I actually had a patient who yesterday day before had admitted to me wasn't coping very well was struggling with some mental health issues and that's an example of yeah I am someone who likes to normally find out if someone is okay and it doesn't just have to be on are you okay day but this patient wasn't okay and today I went in and part of you know going in to see a patient I'm in a hospital setting I'm a physio student if you haven't listened to any previous episodes so I'm not going in to chat about mental health I'm just going in to see people and get them moving pretty much but I say how are you going today how are you feeling often people will answer about physically how they're going or you know in everyday life people say how are you going yeah good thanks Sometimes you'll get a more genuine answer. Oh, not too good. And you're like, can follow up on that. And with this patient, asks, how are you going today? 
and I wasn't quite sure what they said. So I clarified and she said, oh, feeling pretty ordinary. She was quite a hard patient to understand, but feeling pretty ordinary. I was like, oh, and this is the chance where you can turn this conversation one of two ways. You can say, oh, that's no good. And then you can try and put a positive, oh, but at least it's a nice day or, oh, well, let's get you up and moving. You can brush it off so easily and this can be in any circumstance. This is just the first conversation that I happened to have for the day that prompted this thought process for me. And I said to her, oh, why is that? And this might seem like nothing if you're naturally someone who gravitates towards wanting to know more about people and their emotions and just genuinely checking in with people like this might be like nothing to you but it can be a reminder that sometimes when someone says oh okay be like oh why just okay or someone says not bad why just not bad like so often our go-to is good thanks if someone isn't genuinely saying it like try and get a genuine answer like oh how are you actually like have you had a good morning oh yeah it's been all right oh why just all right like just trying to delve in a bit deeper than those really superficial level answers and so that's what I did with this lady I was like why just ordinary um or why's that and she said oh I'm just feeling a bit depressed immediate alarm bells like if someone says they're feeling depressed like that's not thrown around lightly especially with those that are perhaps elderly like I tend to think it's a word that gets reserved for when genuinely there is some quite serious feelings of sadness and potentially like actually having a diagnosis of depression um so this was quite a serious comment and so we delved a bit deeper and we had a bit more of a chat and this wasn't news to me I already knew that this patient had expressed to me that she suffers from anxiety and potentially depression she wasn't diagnosed in her notes but I knew she was already struggling for context it's COVID um, and in this hospital that I'm at you can't have any visitors so she's in the hospital she can't see anyone and it's really getting to her and so we had a chat and I couldn't do any physio with this lady on this day um, for other reasons but I could have a chat to her so I could have easily brushed off this lady as all right she's not appropriate for physio but I won't even see her. But I knew I'd seen her twice before. She was struggling. I really just wanted to stick my head in and check in and see how she was doing because no one else was seeing her. I'd referred her for social work, which is the normal protocol, get some more help in, see if we can do anything, do a bit of counselling. But I was kind of thinking, she's not having family coming in. She's feeling really sad. She's told me that. Like maybe me spending five minutes talking to her, even though I don't have to, I can't do anything from physio. Maybe me just having a chat to her will make that difference to her day. And even if it doesn't, it doesn't take anything away from my day. Even if anything it adds to my day, because I love chatting to people and finding out what's going on and how they're feeling and having those conversations it makes me feel like I have a role to play. So even if it doesn't help them, it doesn't hurt me. And it doesn't hurt you to spend some time, even if it doesn't benefit the other person. So I spent some time with her and I don't know if I did anything at the end of that conversation. Couldn't come up with any 
good solutions for her missing her family. Um, there's a couple of other reasons for that. Normally, you know, you do a phone call, she could barely speak two words at a time. Hence, she was hard to understand and she didn't want her family to see her in the way that she was. So there was a lot of complex factors there. But, you know, it happened to me on Are You Okay Day? And I just wanted to devote that little bit of extra time. Knowing that she might not be okay prompted me to go in and see if she wanted anything, if I could do anything for her. There wasn't much I could do. But who knows, maybe me spending five minutes with her went that was in the morning, went back in in the afternoon, did the same thing, a couple of minutes, just chatting. Maybe that'll help her just on that day, just for that hour. Who knows? It might not have. It doesn't hurt. So that was our first experience for the day. And it just happened to be, are you okay day? On someone that I already knew was not okay. So this is probably the first thing. I knew she was not okay. So I, I knew to ask, how are you feeling today? Are you better or worse than yesterday? Like, dig a little bit deeper rather than just taking a superficial answer although this patient was quite forthcoming with the information so a lot of people aren't forthcoming with the fact that they're struggling but when you get to a certain point you just start to be like I'm not okay like I'm not coping and when people get to that point you do need to be quite worried because they've gone to the point where they can't cope anymore so you need to be there as a support if you can but for this lady I knew that she wasn't coping as well and yeah I just wanted to be there for her as much as I could so this leads me on to my next conversation I like I said superficial conversations throughout the day with people that didn't really delve into are you okay then I went into work and I called some of my personal training clients just to get them booked back in so I could start training them again. So that was really fantastic. It was really good for me to touch base with some clients. And I do calls like this during isolation from the perspective of how have you been going during this time? And leave that open-ended question to them to answer. And, you know, that can bring up a lot of things for people. Like they can be answer that with how they've been going with their health and fitness and their exercise They can answer it with how they've been going in their day-to-day life and work and family and how that's all going. And they can answer it with how they've been coping mentally and emotionally with it. It opens a conversation up to them with what they want to share. But sometimes if you phrase it, if you just find like, oh yeah, I'm working from home still and it's okay, keen to go back to working normally. You can say, oh well, how are you coping with that? Or how are you going in other areas of your life? But my normal go-to, I'll just say, oh, how are you coping with that? Like, is that going okay? And you're giving them the chance to say yes or no, like they are coping or they aren't coping. And that can open up a bit more that people normally wouldn't. So it's just asking the questions, digging a little bit deeper. Open-ended questions are always nice. Like, how are you going with that? So they have to provide information. That's one thing I've learned from calling people and... Often, like at the gym, I'll call people regularly like just because they're not coming into the gym and we have to provide those kind of questions that will elicit information. And this is the whole thing that I think Are You Okay has prompted for me is that we need to elicit that information that people aren't willing to share because we just like to assume that everyone is okay and we like to pretend that we are okay as well. So if someone asks us how we're going, we like to say, yeah I'm doing fine thanks and we don't like to admit that we're not doing okay unless someone actually probes for that answer so that's kind of what I want to get across there is it 
someone will just tell you what you want to hear, what the generalized response is, unless you actually genuinely want to know. They're not going to just say, oh. well, some might, but it's not common for people to go, actually, I'm really struggling. And like this all sounds so common sense and it is common sense, but it's not common practice. People don't go around asking, how are you actually going today? And they don't tend to say that with their time ready to offer you if they're not okay. People are often like passing in hallways or, you know, a quick telephone call of, how you going? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. And you don't actually want to know how they're going at all. It's just a quick hi bye. So if we're actually asking how people are going, let's actually take the time, make some space to hold the room for them if they aren't okay and if they want to actually have a chat about what's going on for them and why they're not okay. So then this led me to another conversation I had on the phone and I said, how are you finding it? Because this is someone that was training really regularly and someone that was coming into the gym every day, super healthy, super fit lady. And I was like, how are you going with it all? And she's like, yeah, not not great. And it's like, oh, like, what's going on? And that's another question, like, that you can ask. What's going on? Or, so, like, why is that? Or, how are you coping with that? Or, what's going on? These are kind of nice phrases that I like to throw around just to get that information from people without putting words into their mouth because you don't want to be like, oh, you're not coping because of this. You want to actually hear what's going on for them because their perception and their take on things could be so different to what you would assume is going on for them. And... She volunteered to me the fact that she was just really missing the social aspect of actually coming into the gym and having that time and she was finding it a bit hard but then she brushes it off before I can even get a word and she's like, oh, but it's okay. I was like, well, like it's not really, like and it's okay that you're not okay. And we, I tried to have a bit more of a conversation about it. It's a bit hard sometimes on the phone but depends on your relationship with the person. This is someone I hadn't seen for a couple of weeks or since before gyms closed down again. So it will depend. Sometimes on the phone you can have an amazing conversation, but in person people kind of can't wrap the conversation up as quickly. Well, they can, but, you know, on the phone you can go, okay, let's wrap it up and hang up the phone. In person you can kind of, if you're sitting there with them, you can dig a bit deeper. But just an example of she wasn't okay, but she wanted to tell me that she was even though in the sentence before she told me that it wasn't okay, she was struggling mentally and this is someone who's normally very bubbly, very upbeat, very positive and you could hear it in the tone of her voice and these are cues that we can pick up on for when we think people might not be okay on a day-to-day basis and we want to try and see if they are okay. Like Use those cues to ask the questions and dig that bit deeper rather than just you know, swiping it off as... Or passing it off as, um, you know, just a bad day. So the end of that conversation was she was struggling. She said she will be okay. But I just open up the doors to if she needs me, even though I'm a personal trainer and she's a bit older than me, that option is still there for her to reach out if she is struggling. And I kind of just framed it, oh, you know, it's are you okay day? So are you okay? And open up the conversation a bit but I was like anytime you're feeling or struggling like this and I tried to relate to her a little bit I was like I understand like I am someone who like you comes to the gym for that not just the physical but for the mental health and the self-care and emotional well-being 
and the social aspect of it. And I was like, I totally get it. Like it's a massive part of our lives that have been removed. Like for me, it's my work, but coming in and having that social aspect, that's a huge chunk of your life to not have. And it's okay to not be okay with that at the moment. So if you want to chat about it at any point, if there's anything I can do and put it on to someone, what can I do? Is there anything I can do? Don't just say, I'm here if you need me. Ask them, what do you need? What can I do? And let them tell you what they need because sometimes people will surprise you. In this case, she was trying to brush it off and admit, or try to convince me that she was okay. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll be all right. Because I think in that situation, you feel like everyone's in the same boat and this is someone who is very selfless, a very kind, caring lady. And I'm assuming she wouldn't have wanted to come across as being selfish in the fact that she wasn't coping when everyone else is in the same boat which is not the case because it's just not true like you can have your own struggles even if we've got similar situations we can all cope with it differently so I've opened up the door to her and you know I can make a note to myself to check in with her again but taking note that oh okay she told me she was okay but she also actually told me she wasn't when she explained how she was coping so take those cues from people and Make little notes of them, open the doors, ask those open-ended questions, ask what you can do and even if they don't say anything, just open that conversation up and this is what Are You Okay Day is all about and yes, you probably know this but I just want to give you some examples of today how that's actually presented to me and so that's only two examples. This day has been full of it, it's been really good, it's actually left me on a bit of a high in terms of feeling connected with people because for me... That's why I wanted to do this podcast. It's why I've picked to study physio. It's why I work in a gym as a PT. Like I just love connecting with people. Like that feels really good to me. I feel like we all try and find our purpose. And for me, helping others and connecting and making a difference, that's to me what my purpose is. So it's felt good today. But then another conversation, and this is what I mean, it comes up jokingly with a friend are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And we had a little bit of a, oh, you know, this and this, but you know, I'm okay. Flip the conversation. Yes, yes, I'm okay. This and this is going on, like stress, but coping or this is going on. But kind of you just answered generically, like we already knew what was going on in each other's life. So we kind of just said, yeah, this is what's happening. And we just said, yeah, we're okay. Fine. No worries. But it didn't really address the root of the issue open up that conversation though we kind of said are you okay went about our thing for a little bit and then my friend came back to me and she said hey I'm not okay I'm not okay at all not okay I was like what's going on like I had no idea what this was in reference to at all and I won't go into details um, because the whole thing of if you're offering that conversation to someone of are you okay? And then they do decide to trust you with the fact that they're not okay. You've got to be that safe person for them. Brene Brown has a really interesting talk, a bit of information or research, probably is the best word because she's a researcher, into trust and what it is comprised of. And if someone's going to trust you, you have to be a vault. She's got an acronym for it. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, good news. I found it. Quick little Google search later. So there's seven elements of trust according to Brene Brown and the research that she has done. And the one, I'll read you all them all out. Boundaries, 
reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. The one that I was referring to here is the aspect of being a vault. If someone is to trust you, so there's seven aspects of what it takes to be trusting or have trust in someone. But this is something that I found really interesting. So Brene Brown says that, I'll read it out to you. You don't share information or experiences that are not yours to share. And she quotes this as, I need to know that my confidences are kept and that you're not sharing with me any information about other people that should be confidential. So what this means is if you gossip about someone to your best friend, but you keep your best friend's secret, for example, you're still going to decrease that trust that your best friend might have in you because you're sharing other people's secrets that wasn't yours to share. So it shows that you're not a vault. You can't contain that information. So this is really interesting to think about. You know, if you talk about other people to people, they will trust you less, even if they're engaging in that conversation with you. And if you think about this, like I can think of this as people that I've known that have willingly talked to me about people that I thought they were really good friends with. I'm like, well, you're better friends with them and you're bitching about them to me. Imagine what you say to the person that you're good friends with about me who you're not good friends with, like you're just friends. That really decreases my trust in someone when they do that. So the same thing, if I go and start talking about someone to someone else, they aren't going to trust me as much and they won't realize that even if they're engaging with me about this person that we're both bitching about, it'll decrease our trust if we're willing to share that about other people. We're not going to trust that that other person won't do that about us. And you might think, oh, but no, no, I trust my best friend. It'll all depend on what you kind of have that in that relationship with that person. But think of some examples because I know in my life I've definitely seen this play out. And if someone is willing to bitch about someone else, I wonder if they'll do it about me. So that decreases my trust. So in this instance, this person has come to me and this is where it comes into are you okay and, you know, opening up this conversation is that if someone trusts you to share that information of them not being okay, you've got to be a vault. If you go and start talking about, oh, this person came to me and said this and like, oh my God, like they're not coping. Like, I like I don't judge her, but like, isn't that weird? Like you wouldn't have been able to tell. Like, can you hear the bitchy gossipy tone there? Like, oh, I'm not judging, but like she hit it so well. Like, and you're trying to compliment her. And even if you say like, I'm so proud of her for speaking up and da, 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 da. And you're spinning it in a positive light. doesn't matter. If you're still talking about that person, you're not a vault. Done. Trust gone. And this is the other aspect of non-judgment is one of the elements Brene Brown has in there as well. Um, there's got to be no judgment. So if someone tells you, then you tell someone and you judge them for doing so, trust is gone. So there's a lot of other aspects, but that's probably a whole other topic to cover. So just keep in mind, if you are opening up that conversation to someone to find out if they're okay you've also got to be willing to hold that information in your vault because you've offered them your trust so yeah just be a trustworthy person hold that information so my friend told me she wasn't okay and then we had a conversation it opened up we'd already chatted about this stuff and again so it wasn't new to me but it's that whole thing of if we hadn't had that slight conversation that was kind of jokey of, are you okay? 
it wouldn't have opened up the conversation for her to come back to me and say actually I'm not and this is why are you okay is so important because it opens up that conversation someone might not tell you that first time but to know that you're an open door you're that person that they can come to and talk to means that they might come back to you and this is what has happened like to me today so spoken to two people earlier in the day and you know maybe I wasn't able to help them too much had another kind of light-hearted conversation and then my friends come back to me and said actually I'm not okay and that's the whole point of it is that we've opened it up it's always there it's not just one conversation once on are you okay day it's opening up that connection that support to be there for whenever you need and I think even if it's reaching out to people that you wouldn't normally reach out to in that way in such a direct manner so you know people that aren't your best friends it can strengthen that relationship and mean that oh they show that they cared that one day and maybe I can tell them that I'm not okay because they opened up that conversation and I said I was at the time but maybe I actually wasn't or I was then but now I'm not and they show that they were interested then when I was doing okay so they'll be there for me when I'm not okay so it's really important to provide your support to those that you care about and open up the conversation because we all care for our friends and our family and loved ones but sometimes it doesn't mean the same as having an open conversation being ready to be opened up at any point so it just opens up that conversation and so I think with this friend I held space we chatted about it and you don't want to always just be trying to provide solutions because this can be one thing as humans that we want to do we want to solve everyone's problem and I can't say if I did this successfully or not she would have to tell me that as to whether I managed to hold my mouth enough for her to feel like I was holding space and not trying to just fix her problem of course you know you might want to provide ideas and share your thoughts and stuff because it's going to be a two-way conversation you can't just sit there in silence the whole time and unless that's what the other person wants but it's not going to make for a very good conversation you'll get a lot more out of it if you're both sharing and bouncing ideas off each other but just hold the space let them run the conversation chat as you need if they are wanting your advice they will ask you they will let you know and yeah I'm thinking back on this conversation I don't know if I maybe did offer more advice and what I'm telling you guys to do like I'm telling you guys don't offer your advice unless it's kind of asked don't do unsolicited advice not sure how well I did that but you know reflection looking back on it okay maybe for next time you rein back in the advice Michaela you don't know you look back you learn but maybe it was okay like I wouldn't know until I asked this girl so who knows but the conversation has started and the most important thing is that it hasn't ended so although we're not still talking right now at the moment that conversation is there to be continued it because when someone tells you they're not okay guess what it's not something that's going to be solved in one conversation they're coming to you because they want your ongoing support not just for you to be like oh well I've got the solution here's what you need to do this will fix this do this and you'll be sweet I promise they want to know that you're there for them throughout this whatever they're not coping with they want you to know they want to know that you'll be there and so this conversation has opened up and I've let my friend know that we will continue to keep having this conversation or different conversations 
or conversations that aren't about this at all just to take her mind off it but you know I'm there message me call me we'll go for walks we'll hang out and we'll keep working through it as you want and it's on the other person for how much they want from you sometimes people just want someone to listen maybe sharing is enough of a weight off their shoulders that then they feel like they can cope from there on like that might be all that they needed that listening ear to chat away to so maybe your job's done after one conversation but open the doors and say I'm here if you need me reach out chat to me let me know what's going on and just don't put any pressure on them for if they have to reach out or that you will do this and just leave it there for them to utilize your support as they need and then this led me to another part of my day (laughs) it all happened in the evening pretty much I had a friend message me to check in if I was okay and I hadn't kind of up until this point messaged anyone or thought to directly go out of my way and say are you okay and like sit down and wait for someone's answer um but when I had someone do that I was like that's really nice like that's really thoughtful because I was thinking in my head if you message someone are you okay there's a bit of an intonation to it that they're not okay because otherwise why are you asking that they're okay like you're assuming that they're not and this is why are you okay day is a thing because I think we all do this is we like to assume that people are okay unless they show us otherwise like that's our go-to because it's easier it's so hard if you assume that everyone isn't okay because then you've got to be able to support them or you know you can be the opposite of that and unsupportive but that probably won't make you feel good so if we admit that everyone's not okay then there's stuff that we need to do so that's harder than going oh everyone's okay it's fine we can keep on with our lives don't be silly don't spend time dwelling on this but when someone messaged me I realized oh I don't think that this person thinks that I'm not okay. I think that they are genuinely super caring and checking in and that's so nice that they've taken a minute out of their day to check in like they didn't have to do that and it meant a lot. And I was like, oh, I haven't taken it the way that I assumed everyone else is going to take it. So maybe I should check in with all my close friends. Like they might actually appreciate it as much as I did. And if me taking like we know how quick we can type it will literally take me 10 seconds to shoot off a message to a person if that's going to make them feel the way that I just felt I was like guess who's getting messages and whipped out the phone and this is something I would never normally do like it's a little bit out of my comfort zone but this year has been massively about stepping outside my comfort zone and honestly messaging a friend to check if they're okay not that far out of my comfort zone but It was just that little bit in the fact that it was a random message that might have seemed like unprovoked to people. But I was like, what if they don't know it's Are You Okay Day? I was like, Michaela, it doesn't matter if they know it's Are You Okay Day. The fact that they've received a message from you, like they probably will know it's Are You Okay Day because it's on everyone's story. It's on social media everywhere. But even if they don't know that it's Are You Okay Day, they're probably going to really appreciate the fact that you message them. Even if you feel like you're spamming them and you're always the one to initiate messages because that's something I can get a bit iffy about. Like I don't 
like to be the one that's always initiating the conversation because I feel like that's a bit one-sided and I just yeah get iffy about it but I was like get out of your own head get out of your comfort zone be the one to send the message and sure enough the messages that I start to get back were that's really nice thank you so much that means a lot and like of course that's the exact same way that I felt like no surprise there not one person was like huh what like of course I'm okay they were all like yes well actually well, no they weren't all like yes this is the next thing so this kind of wrapped up my day so I've gotten through a lot of conversations I got a variety of responses back and it was really really good to see that not everyone replied with yeah good thanks how are you like asking are you okay maybe because it's are you okay day it opened up a little bit more of a conversation but I started conversations with friends that were like yeah no like I'm not doing so okay and like thanks you for reaching out like this is what's going on like I'm not coping with this situation and from there you know that's started up you know planned to be there for each other you know to meet up in the ways that we can with restrictions because like this is a hard time and maybe this is why are you okay day this year has actually kind of been something that I've taken on board because it's different to other years because this is the first pandemic which kind of helps me to assume that everyone might not be okay because there is a lot more going on so we know a lot of people are struggling but yeah I think this has been an eye-opener for me because it started up conversations with people that I wouldn't have had a conversation with and I wouldn't have seen and I wouldn't have known that they weren't coping with this particular issue or whatever was going on so it's opened up conversations and relationships as well which I think is the most important thing is that it's opening up and strengthening relationships and you know you can do this with a stranger but for me I've done this with people that are my close friends and you kind of go oh well you know I know my close friends I know everything that's going on with them but this is the thing that today has taught me is that we don't know everything that's going on even with our close friends our family our best friends and so we can't assume that everyone is okay because we think we know what's going on because it's one thing to see what's externally going on even if you're with someone day in and day out ask them if they're okay because the way they handle their internal situation may be very different to you so even though you've seen their external situation they might be handling that very differently to what you've assumed and maybe they're great at putting on a front so you don't realize that they're not coping so you've got to actually ask and have a conversation and that's the one thing I've learned today that a lot of people did say back to me like yeah they're good like thank you for checking in but there was one or two people that have kind of opened up a little bit and I'm like I'm so glad I asked because hopefully now when we see each other in person we can chat about it more we can make plans to see each other when we can and there's nothing to regret about that like the little part of me that was like oh like they're gonna think that I'm assuming they're not okay or they're gonna be annoyed that I started the conversation completely silly completely irrelevant and all just up in my head stuff that I think we all need to get over at some point or another and you might not have an issue with starting up a conversation out of the blue but you know if you're not someone who regularly messages this person maybe throw out that text to someone that you haven't spoken to in six months or 12 months use 
you know, if it's are you okay today, use that as a reason. But don't be afraid to throw out a message to someone is something that I've learned from today for no reason. Like people aren't going to be like, what? Why did they message me? Like, that's weird. People feel really thankful for the fact that you've reached out because it shows that you're thinking of them. It shows that you care. It shows you're interested and people love that. We love to feel that people are interested in us and that people care for us. Like that feels amazing. We are creatures of comfort. We search for connection and that's what sending a message does. It gives people that sense of connection. So it's never a bad idea. Don't assume that people are okay and reach out, open up that conversation, even if it feels awkward. You can do this all in person. I probably just realized a bit later in the day, so it all ended up over message. But in person, actually take the time rather than be like, hey, how you going? Take that time. If you're sitting down with someone, like it might be at work and you're sharing a lunchroom and you're sitting at someone on a table, sitting with someone at a table and you say, how are you actually going today? Or how have you been lately? And ask it in a really genuine tone, like tone you can put so much into how you say something because you say how are you going today or how are you going today massive difference and people will answer differently and use your body language be really open um, facial expressions everything be open to this person and hold the space don't be on your phone and just saying how are you going today and don't be distracted be present hold some space to have a conversation Because if you actually show that you're present and willing to listen to someone and be there, they're more willing to open up. Like, surprise. Like, it's not a surprise, but, you know, it makes a difference. And I think we kind of forget in this day and age. We get so caught up with technology. And obviously, it's something super passionate that I'm super passionate about because I realize I've just spoken about this for like almost 40 minutes with no notes or preparation. But I think it just, it's so important. And this is something else I know as well. I had another friend who decided to not use their phone at all um, at like morning tea or lunch and instead just be really present for conversations. And it was actually so nice to see because it made me realize, holy shit, like we rely on our phones so much to get us through awkward social situations we aren't present, we don't put in the effort into being present with other people to find out how they're going. So we never really get deeper these days, like sometimes, this is a big generalization, but we tend to stay really superficial because as soon as the conversation lulls, we can just get on our phones. Whereas, you know, maybe previously, 20, 30 years ago, I don't know, if there was a lull in conversation, you'd have to think of a question, dig a bit deeper and or sit there in awkward silence, but you know, you would dig a bit deeper and have more of a connection with this person because you'd find out more about them. You'd ask more interesting questions. You'd be more interested in what's going on in their lives and how they're actually going with it rather than being like, oh, what's been going on? And you tell them, this is what I did. And then you get out your phone because, oh, sweet, they've told me about their weekend. Done. What about how they're actually going and how they're feeling or their plans for the future? Are they motivated? Are they excited about life? Are they sad about life? Are they lonely? Are they stressed? Are they satisfied? Are they ambitious and driven? Like what's going on? Like talk to them about their life. And if you're genuinely interested, it's a great way to be. It'll make life way more interesting. 
it'll also reduce that anxiety of speaking to people. This is one thing I've kind of been trying lately is that I get really worried about meeting strangers and having to strike up conversation makes me super nervous, but it's something I've been practicing. And one thing that I've learned from um, Brooke Castillo is don't focus on if that person's going to find you interesting. Focus on trying to find the other person interesting. Finding out as much as you can about them. Because everyone's got a story. Some people might have to dig a little bit deeper to get some interesting stories out of them about their life. But if you're super caught up in how you're going to be perceived, you're not going to be taking the time to think about good, deep, meaningful questions that you can ask someone to find out about them because you'll be too worried about, oh, are they going to like me? How are they going to perceive me? So if you put your energy onto someone else rather than into yourself and how you're perceived, and this comes into a whole topic of, you know, worrying about what others think of you. But if you put your energy into other people, you'll be able to get these connections and these conversations of how people are going will come up more naturally. But this is something that I think we just lack at the moment as a society with technology because we don't have to have this connection because we've got an out we've got a really comfortable other option to scroll through our phones so if you want to try and connect and engage more with people focus on finding them interesting find out more about them and I guarantee you'll get really interesting stories and you'll find life a lot more interesting and you'll get better at conversations and people will probably tell you and open up to you when they're not okay so it'll have a natural flow on effect so you won't have to be going out of your way and sitting there and be like, okay, how are you going today? Because you'll genuinely be interested in that on a day-to-day basis and you'll be checking in and trying to find out more about them rather than just being like, what did you do? You'll find out about how they're feeling because you'll come up with better questions. And I've just really ranted about that. But I think this is stuff that I've learned more recently this year and I'm still putting it into practice. Like I'm kind of talking to you guys from the perspective of, being in the midst of trying it all out myself but starting to see that it really works and I want you guys to try it because I think this is going to help with connecting with one another and coming out or going through a pandemic this is more important than ever to actually be really interested in how other people are going and don't get so caught up in about how we're being perceived try and be that person that is genuinely interested because you will be that person and then people will come back to and be like hey do you have a minute I would love to chat to you I'm just having a bit of a tough time at the moment if you've provided that attention and shown that you can be present even when stuff's going fine people will come back to you and gravitate towards you because they've realized that they can trust you they see you as a trustworthy person and this is when they'll come to you for that support that we need to be offering all the time not just on are you okay day so that is today's episode I'll wrap it up there. I hope this has been helpful. It's been a very chatty episode with no planning, but I think it's kind of covered all the things that I felt today um, because it's been yeah very much based on today's experiences, which has been a really good day for me to reflect on. So hopefully you've enjoyed hearing my thoughts on asking others, are you okay? And what to do if people are and aren't okay. And obviously it's okay not to be okay. I think we all know that now, but Go out of your way and find out if people are okay. And this episode will be airing after Are You Okay Day? So don't wait for next year's day. Do it at any point. 
do it in person, do it over message, do a call. It can be really nice to do an out-of-the-blue call to someone, like maybe call your grandparents, maybe call your parents, call your friends, call your best friend, like go out of your way and just do something, FaceTime someone that you don't normally FaceTime and don't be worried that they think this is weird. They will appreciate it because it means that you're thinking of them and they will love it. That's what I found from today. So <clears throat> thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast so that you stay tuned with when the new episodes come out. And if you have enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could take a screenshot and share it on social media so that more people can find the podcast and have a little listen as well. So if you've enjoyed it, screenshot, subscribe and tune in again next week for next week's episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you.